I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. no doubt from the dramatic data from the Israeli study that the boosts that are being now done there and contemplated here support very strongly the rationale, the rationale for such an approach based on the very favorable data associated with boost. He's lying. The determination whether something is now constitute fully vaccinated I will leave that up to the FDA when they get the data on the three doses the to data. make that a determination and then ultimately a recommendation from the ACIP to the CDC so that it's recommended. But I must say from my own experience as an immunologist, I would not at all be surprised that the adequate full regimen for vaccination will likely be three doses. And the reason I say that is that it's very clear when you give a prime and maybe a second shot as a boost, but give the immune system enough chance to mature in both affinity maturation and maturation of the B cell repertoire, it is entirely understandable why the results that I just reported from the Israeli boosters are so dramatic. And we all hope, and I believe we have good reason to believe that that only will not be a strong response, but that it will actually be durable. And if it is durable, then you're gonna have very likely a three dose regimen being the routine regimen. But we'll just have to oh, wait- Oh, is that forever? Three sure dose regimen forever? The when the data get presented to the FDA. You got idiots like him running a country. And where there's, the Bible says where there's many words, there's sin. If you understood all that, you're doing better than me. And I just only have a master's degree in business and everything else. I think he, he needs to go. I'm going to be so happy when he's fired. I, I think you got a response to that, don't you, Dave? I do. There's a nurse. I, I got such a kick out of this today. There's a nurse that got up there, and she's basically saying, so let me get this straight. So you want us to take this protection. Uh, it's called the COVID shot. But it's not protecting the people that gave the shot. But you're, protect, you're telling us that that's going to protect us from those that are already protected. But actually, it's the one that got the shots that can give us more COVID. Right. So here's this lady. See if you can hear it here. Come on. Let's play here. Need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place. Amen. <laughs> I, I think I should play that one more time just so you it's get so it. It's so awesome. Oh, where am I here? Why do the protected need to be protected from the unprotected we don't. by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> 
There exactly right. So what she's basically mm-hmm. saying, all the shots you gave these people didn't protect them from squat. Exactly. So why do we they, get it? They just got the money, Dave. Yep. It's all about the money. Absolutely. And that's, by the way, it was, uh, was it Pfizer? Somebody said, uh, it was reported to me that uh, I looked up on the internet and they were reporting they're going to have about a $35 billion increase in sales this year. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Now, the reason they're going to do that, because they make tons of money from the government, when they say it's free, you're actually paying oh, for right. it in your it's taxes. It's through taxes. You bet. But here's something most people don't know. India, they said India was just full of COVID and so forth. So what India did... They issued COVID test kits, in-home treatments, to 230 million people. We got, what, about 325 in the United States, somewhere in there? 350 million, right around there, yep. Five weeks later, after they gave these out, and I'll explain what was in those kits, COVID cases dropped 97.1%. Holy cow. Five weeks later. So what's in the packet? And by the way, the packets only cost $3 each, Hmm. not the billions of we're paying in the packet was tylenol vitamin b3 a multi-vitamin zinc ivermectin imagine that isn't that amazing (laughs) and then doxycycline 100 milligrams and then some sanitizer gloves and masks and so forth so other countries like el salvador says son of a gun that's working so good we're going to do the same thing so now they're doing the same thing but imagine that Without all these stupid COVID shots they're giving us, they're sending this to these people. And in five weeks in India, a 97.1% drop. Folks, that is not a pandemic. Hmm. So what it's telling us that ivermectin works, but they don't want you to know it works because then little Fauci and all those little people would not be getting yep. billionaires. Well, more and more proof is coming out of different countries. Singapore was a high 90% vaccination, and they had one of the highest COVID rates like 3,000 a day. Yeah. Well, Ver- Vermont, Connecticut, all these northern states that we have, they all have the same thing. High vaccination rates, high COVID rate. Well, so yeah. it's doing nothing. Well, Bunch of waste of money. And I think we said it before on a, on a different day, but uh, those that are vaccinated, once they're vaccinated and they feel better, uh, they look normal, they act normal, they're not running a fever, can shed that virus to yep. us, which is absolute garbage. So oh, but to- now aspirin. You can't take an aspirin now. Why is that? Because they say it's going to cause internal bleeding. Oh, well, that's been that and way And aspirin's years. been around for, yeah. they said, thousands of years. Uh, it, we're being run by these people. Instead of the politicians running the country, we got these, you know, these health individuals right. running. Right, but what I'm stuff. saying is it's a small amount of money to make aspirin because it comes from the bark of a willow tree. Right. Yeah. Indian, indigenous people have been chewing on that. For their headaches and stuff, long time ago. Oh, I know. I Crazy. Know. All about the money. So anyway, folks, but it's don't people get are the rising. Poke. Yeah, don't, don't get, get the, the poke. poke. But I'm glad people are starting to step up, rise up. Yeah, you got American business. Airlines, you got Southwest, Southwest Airlines, you got some of the uh, railroad people. Who are some of the other ones you had? I uh, had uh, Chicago Police just yep. came out head just came out today said hold the line. And here's the kicker: uh, you, by order of the president and Congress, you can't sue. The uh, drug companies, but right. look down the road here. If they're forcing you to get that shot, a company is, and you ended up getting some strange cancer, or some strange disease, it opens the door for you to sue that company. I think these companies that are forcing you to take these shots, they're going to have some liability. They're going to the be future. hurting big oh, time. I hope but so. That's only if we take control. Yeah. Because I, I, with Democrats holding, nothing's going to change. So anyway. 
Uh, I picked up another thing. It says, stop Biden's vaccine mandates. Uh, it says, the Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate is one of the greatest infringements upon individual liberty, principles of federalism, separation of powers ever attempted by American president. The Biden vaccine mandate violates equal protection clause by allowing illegal migrants crossing our border to freely dec decline the vaccine while denying vaccine freedom of choice to American citizens. Isn't that amazing? Backwards. This mandate uh, intentionally ignores tens of millions of Americans who have natural immunity like me yep. and has the potential of driving millions out of the workforce, which they're doing, including healthcare workers, First responders, even President Biden's own chief of staff, Ronald Klan, acknowledged the federal government lacks the legal authority to impose a COVID-19 mandate, but is doing so anyway with this ultimate work around. In other words, they're basically saying, if you got more than 100 people, you got to yep. be. So here's, it's all garbage, folks. Here's a, here's a bit from Victor Hansen. He's a commentator. He was on Fox News. Here's what he had to say about Fauci. But I'm not going to tell somebody that acquired immunity is not as good as a vaccination when the science says otherwise, because I'm nobly going to lie to them and hope they'll get otherwise vaccinated. And that's what he's trying to tell people, that I'm going to give you the facts and let you make the decision, because I trust your judgment more than I do Anthony Fauci's. Remember, Anthony Fauci is a person who routed $600,000 through Echo Health and some insane idea to promote what was really gain-of-function research at the virology lab in Wuhan, which was ground zero of the pandemic, and he still denies that it's gain-of-function research. A citizen wouldn't do that. Nobody would elect a representative to do that. Only somebody nope. who's unaccountable to the people has that latitude and power, and yet we're not supposed to get upset about it. And he, he, to this day, he won't tell us why he routed that $600,000 or whether it is or not yeah, okay. gain of function. And the, sci the science suggests that he's incorrect. Exactly. What science is he using, Dave? Uh, who knows? <laughs> uh, there's another article I pulled up that says, despite what you have been falsely led to believe by the media fantasy, uh, the projection machine, press statements, have exactly zero legal authority. What they're talking about is, quote-unquote, the mandate. And it says in this article, and this was put out, I can't see where it's been put out by, but anyway, it says there's only one problem. It's all a mirage. Biden's so-called vaccine mandate doesn't exist, at least not yet. So far, all we have is his press conference and other such uh, made-for-media huffing and puffing. No such rule even claimed to be legally binding has been issued yet. There's a lot of state AGs that can't sue because there's no real mandate that's really given. When he first right. came out with that, the news media picked up on that and says, oh, we all got to do this. Where's the mandate? Show me right. where he wrote down this mandate. So that's why nearly two dozen Republican attorneys publicly voiced their opposition to the clearly unconstitutional and illegal mandate haven't yet filed suit against it. The Office of Indiana Attorney General confirmed for me there is no mandate to haul into court. If there's not a mandate, how can I go into court and say I'm against the mandate? Right. So this is getting to be more and more of a farce as we go. So to impose a perception of a mandate, the Biden administration is following an unusual rulemaking process it also employed earlier this year called an Emergency Temporary Standard, ETS. According to the OSHA, the ETS takes up to six months to go into effect after initial mandate is issued in the Federal Register which, again, for the proclaimed 100-employee mandate hasn't happened yet. 
So using the ETS procedure instead of normal federal rulemaking process both allows the Biden administration to push its demands faster without any public input or requirement of responding to public input, which is normally required of even legally laughable federal rulemaking this one uh, would be. That is part of why ETS rules have been overwhelmingly overturned in courts. Wow. And what they're basically saying is in the last 50 years, uh, OSHA has used the legal authority only 10 times in the last 50 years. That's wow. what that's what Biden's doing right now. And um, basically six of the standards they came out with, the court said is illegal. You can't do that. So sure. who knows where this is all going to go? It's got it. I mean, eventually it's going to go to the Supreme Court somewhere. So and here's the final statement, what it says. Uh, by the way, Biden uh, can only, he exempted Congress and their staff. They don't have to get the shot. I don't know if you heard that, but Yep. So the mandate non-existent shields the Biden administration from legal challenges that may ultimately restrict the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's authority. Yet, the mandate is still effective at compelling industries and companies into compliance as it leaves room for any eventual issuance to target non-compliant entities. This implied cudgel is particularly effective on industries and companies that are dependent on federal spending or the goodwill of federal regulators. The non-existent mandate also allows so inclined state and local government and companies to issue their own mandates seemingly in lockstep with Washington. The Biden White House has been well served by presenting a non-existent mandate as a done deal. Now, let me see. What presidential administration does all this remind you of? Why? That is of Mr. Pen and Phone himself, Barack Obama. He's also wildly unconstitutional. Deferred action for children arrivable was simply a memo page. Yep. So here we go. Uh, you can't help but wonder if it's Obama behind the scenes running the incompetent. I don't doubt it. He's out there now going Tim McAuliffe in Virginia. Uh, so in, in my 72 years of life and 26 years in the military serving this country, I have never seen such an incompetent, ignorant, stupid president and vice president in my life they're mm -hmm. not to be trusted nope so going into obviously this vaccine stuff's going into the economy yeah you've got the ports all messed up yeah you can't unload and then no workers biden comes out with oh we're gonna we're gonna make these guys work 24 7 in the ports don't they do that already like wh what is he doing that's gonna actually speed up the process uh, walmart's gonna walmart says they're coming out and helping with getting more people and stuff. It's like, isn't that what people are doing right now? So something else has got to be yeah, but in the a, way. There's a disincentive to work because he's paying them not to work. That's one thing. And also, he increased welfare payments by 27%. So what he's basically doing is incentivizing people not to work. And at the meantime, while he's incentivizing them not to work, he's allowing millions to come across our southern border, which to me is illegal in itself. And President Biden is it's treasonous to me. So... Being an economic guy, can you explain to somebody in terms of inflation, what, that, what does that look like on paper to somebody? How would you explain how inflation works? Well, first of all, when you go to the store lately, you've noticed everything is way above what it used to right. be a year ago. Because you say we have a devaluation of the dollar, dollar but how does that, you get a, can you explain how that works? Yeah. You get a devaluation of your dollar when there are too many dollars in the economy. So when he spends $3.3 trillion, and I got that written down here somewhere, what that number really means is incredible. Uh, 
that means you got a whole bunch of dollars chasing scarce goods and services. So when you have scarce goods and services and people want them, they raise the prices. So Because demand is up? Is that the, 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 the demand ultimate? is up, but Biden's trying to say, well, this is all, you know, uh, people are buying more and they're doing this and they're doing that. No, they're actually buying less at a higher cost. Gotcha. Because there's so much money out there yes. going after that. Okay. And, and I got less money to spend just filling my gas tank because the idiots stopped the pipeline. Up. Sure. And then you got Whitmer wanting to stop the pipeline up in the northern Michigan up there. Right. Both of these people are ruining everything they touch. And they don't have a plan to get it any better. Their plan is uh, it's the common folk that are the problem or the wealthy are the problem. Well, they just want to make people more reliable on government. Ultimately, well, they do that. But you got to remember what 90, 95 percent of all taxes collected are paid for by the very rich. Right. So, so we now we got Yellen out there as the Treasury secretary. This is what she had to say about the uh, six hundred dollar IRS scandal to your bank account. You want banks to report transactions of six hundred dollars or more. That's what the IRS wants. Does this mean that the government is trying to peek into our pocketbooks. If you want to look at $600 transactions. That's what it means. I think this proposal has been seriously mischaracterized. Um, The proposal involves no reporting of individual transactions of any individual. Look, the big picture is that (laughs) the tax gap that over the well, next then decade, there's a estimated yeah. at $7 trillion, <laughs> namely a shortfall in the amount that IRS is collecting due to a failure of individuals to report the income that they've earned. But that's among billionaires. Is that among people who are transferring $600? No, it tends to be among high-income individuals whose income is opaque and the IRS doesn't receive information about it. If you earn a paycheck, you get a W-2, the IRS knows about it. But high-income individuals with opaque sources of income that are not reported to the IRS, there's a lot of tax fraud and cheating that's going on. And all that's involved in this proposal is a few aggregate numbers about bank accounts the amount that was received in the course of a year, the amount that went out in the course of the year. If somebody reports an income of $10,000 and they had $3 million um, go out of their checking account, that tells the IRS that's, a, that's an individual you might audit. I mean, the White House uh, says yeah. that American billionaires pay an average income tax rate of 8 0.2%. Yes, it's extremely Yes, low. but That's that 8.2% is 95% of all taxes collected. Exactly. It's unfair. No, it's and fair. It's something that we need to remedy. Yeah. That's yeah, so put, you're you're the economy guy. Yeah, so that's that's basically putting one person against another person. The rich people are really bad. Sure. So we're going to tax them more. Well, what do rich people do with their money? They don't just let it set. No. They, they make more money. It takes money to make money. They buy, build factories. They buy boats. They, they create jobs. Oh, huge. And it's not the average Joe Blow that's making 600 a week that's creating jobs. He's just getting a paycheck from the people that spent the money so he could have a job. Right. So do you think you're going to give... The IRS a foot in the door to your uh, bank account, even though it's six hundred. It's going to be less than that. It's going to be no matter what. Within that budget, also, 
which most people don't know, is Biden is increasing funding greatly for the IRS. Well, of course. Remember when they knock on your door, they're just here to help. Right. They're just going <laughs> to... You remember when IRS targeted Christians? Oh, they're still... During Obama? Yeah. yeah no I mean, question. this is another avenue of IRS being the police We're coming terrorists. back to you. We're terrorists, right. don't you know? So now it's going to be the patriot Christian, Dave, yep. that they're going to come after. No question. And now here's another thing for you. Uh, Biden wants to tax people more, up to $3.3 trillion. Well, what is a trillion dollars? A million seconds equals 12 days, if you just put the seconds in dollars. Sure. A billion seconds equals 32 years. One trillion seconds equals 32,000 years. Now multiply that by 3.3, and you got 70, 75,000 years. Wow. You get an idea how big that sum is? To them, it used to be millions was a big deal. Then it was billions. Now trillions is no big deal anymore for right. our government. You can't spend that kind of money and expect a society to survive. Our government nope. is our worst enemy. And our our inflation now is at 13-year high. Spend, spend, spend. Uh, Problem is it's on both sides of the aisle, Dave. It is. It is. There's a, any of your, I've said this before, any of your Republicans over there that have been quiet about the, the COVID, been about, quiet about Whitmer, been quiet about the Dominion machines. Yep. They don't deserve to be there anymore. They're just space holders. They take up space and you pay them and they're just quiet. They're worthless. And we can name a few of those here in Ottawa County and Kent County. No doubt. So anyway, that's inflation. And now you got uh, Michigan uh, automakers are shutting down some factories. Major automakers are not just in Michigan, but GM, Toyota, and even some uh, food suppliers like Cisco. So, uh, but they want to push the everything's going electric. Like, how do they how do they figure to handle that? We don't even have the grid to handle all that. Well, that's a whole so other story. When I was a state rep, I had the LS Energy in my office. They wanted to build new nuclear power plants, coal fired plants, gas power plants, whatever we wanted. But they said we can't do it because you have given eighty percent of the market. You give them a monopoly to the electric companies. He said we can't do that. And they were willing to build at their own expense. So what we do, we let the electric companies uh, charge more rate, charge a higher rate, and they, in turn, we're going to build more, uh, you know, energy-producing facilities. How's that worked out? It hasn't worked out. So the whole thing is bogus. And what requires, what, what's need to, needed and required to lower the prices is competition. And our own state legislators have eliminated competition. Their economic idiots folks right just in our area here who do you, who do you got for gas natural gas and yeah you got dte semco so you got two choices and then even electric is um consumers who else out there does electric around here yeah. so it's it just seems like it's big conglomerate no competition big huge areas I didn't get a chance last time when we were here to talk about, and that's one of my favorite subjects, about uh, what's going on with Islam. Now, I've been on uh, ABN, Aramaic Broadcasting Network, about 19 times talking about Islam, what their goals are, and so forth. Uh, but what you got to know is, and we talked about this just before the show started, uh, how many Islamic terrorist uh, events do you think have occurred since 9-11 throughout the world? And you said you had... I, I guess just a few hundred or whatever. It's 39,212. That's astonishing. Now, you think about that. So what does that really mean? It means we have really 
uh, we have to be cautious about what Muslims are doing because they do want to destroy America. They do want to destroy Israel. They want world domination, and they want Sharia law. Yeah, no doubt. And they're willing to lie, cheat, and steal to get what they want. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind, folks. And uh, there's been a lot of things going on around the world. Uh, Norway, for example, a Muslim murdered five with bow and arrow, was, oh. on, the, was on the terror watch list. And they just wanted to kill infidels. That just happened, didn't it, yeah. this week? But in the UK's Sun paper says, the motive is unknown. Hello, <laughs> stupid. That's exactly their goal. And Can North you just Co hold up the Koran next to them and say, yeah. that's my motive? Yeah. North Korea <laughs> it's pretty obvious. And now North Korea is slamming the U.S. as hostile and vows to build a bigger military. Uh, and Virginia is another interesting one. A school deflects charges that they covered up the rape of a ninth, a ninth grader girl by a boy who was identifying as a girl, and he did that in the school bathroom. There yes. you go, folks. You know, when I look back, if I was 16 years old and we were normal males, I'd look at you, Brian, and say, I feel like a woman today. You feel like a woman? Let's go in the women's bathroom. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable, and but the wrong. other the other part of that story is the father gets arrested. Yeah. Because he ca caused a so-called ruckus in the, the, there was a board meeting. And then they, 30 days later, they end up going to his house and arresting him. Yeah. So the other issue for me that I ran on in 2006 and was elected in vast numbers was illegal immigration, which still is a huge issue. And under Biden, it's even a bigger issue because he's an idiot when it comes to the border. You know that we're paying the contractors that are supposed to be building the wall $5 million a day not to build the wall? Do you know that? We're still paying them? We're still paying them. So illegal immigration is a national security issue. We have ISIS, Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, drug dealers, human traffickers, et cetera, all entering the United States. And Biden encouraged them to come. Uh, Harris is the czar, right? But she's never been to the border. Neither has Biden. Go figure that one. In 2012, when I was still a state rep, they were always saying, well, there's 11 million illegals. It's not true. Ask FAIR, a Federation for American Immigration Reform. There's about 25 to 30 million illegals. Oh, I'd, And then we got to, what are we doing? We're paying them health care, education, welfare, jails, human services. So what's the solution, folks? And this is what really bugs me in, in Air Force terms, pisses me off about Lansing and Congress. Congress has got to pass a bill that no illegal caught in America can ever become a citizen, nor vote, nor ever be on welfare. Congress must make anchor babies illegal as well as the parents. State legislators must pass E-Verify so no illegals can get jobs, bills to defund sanctuary cities, bills to not allow them welfare, human services, and education, bills mandating the police must cooperate with ICE, and bills uh, mandating immediate jail until they're deported instead of just let loose in society and you can't find them again. So, Would they say there was 11 million jobs available right now yeah, across but, the country. So they're going to use that as, oh, we need more immigrants to take those positions. Yeah, and then you wonder how many of the immigrants can speak English and can they make change and so forth and make 17 bucks an hour but working at a hamburger job. But that's their narrative. That's how sure they're just filling up that Democrat party. Exactly. Just buying votes. And just remember, folks, five years, at least when I was in there, this was the case, uh, five years after an illegal comes here, you still got over 50% of them uh, on some type of welfare. So you're paying for it. There's no reason for it. They need to go back. They need to be shipped yep. back. 
And boy, just hire me and about a thousand other military guys. Give me some rock salt and a shotgun. Put us all along that border. We can stop this in a week. I know that sounds gross, but that's what it's going to take. And even some of the people they interviewed, why have you come in here? Well, Biden encouraged us to come here. They're saying, well, Biden told us to come here. And then at the same time, he wants to defund these people that are on the border. This man, Biden, is a national disaster. He's He's a national threat to our security. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to pay for it later. Yeah. One guy says, uh, they ask him about uh, Biden. He says, yeah, we thank him very much. Migrants in Yuma, Arizona, told the Daily Caller this month, according to a report Wednesday. As a general rule, it's not particular... Uh, particularly good for a president to be praised by criminals for ena- enabling their crimes. But that's what they're nice. doing. They're saying, we're coming because of Biden. Yep. And they were afraid to come under Trump. Go figure. Oh, I know. I had I had a, uh, when I was working by uh, self-employed, I had a Mexican, and he was 52 years old. And when Trump won the first time, all he talked about was his friends were leaving. Because they were afraid of getting right. deported. Exactly. That's like, what I well, want. If you're here legally, then it doesn't matter, does it? So, well, but yeah. his point was, is he he was he was mad at Trump, and it's like, why are you mad at Trump when they're doing something illegal? Yeah. I don't get that. Well, another one here. In August, Border Patrol agents encountered seventeen thousand ninety-seven migrants in the Yuma sector alone. I got news for you. If they if they encountered seventeen thousand, there's probably thirty thousand they didn't catch and got across on their sure. own. Sure. According to Todd Bensman of the Center for Immigration Studies, uh, that is more than a 2,000% increase from August of 2020 when agents encountered just 694 migrants. So we went from 17,097, uh, from 694 rather, to 17,097. So they feared Trump and they love Biden. Big problem, Biden's an idiot. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, in Michigan, everybody knows that we have a Michigan Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission. Oh, yeah. If people aren't aware, you need to go to the website. It's michigan.gov slash M-I-C-R-C. They have draft proposed maps, and you need to look at those. There's five maps that they're looking at. In western Michigan, they're taking Ottawa County and splitting it up in three districts. You've got eastern Ottawa County with Kent County, and then half of Ionia County is a district. Southern Ottawa County is now going to blend in with Allegan, south to Berrien, St. Joe area. And then Northern Ottawa County is going to go north to Muskegon, all the way up to Lake. But then that's going to be engulfed with district currently District 4. So basically District 2 is going to just disappear. And so there's well, that, no reason why Ottawa County needs to be split into three, no, three parcels. Typically, there, there are rules. They have to have X amount of people in those groups. But the people right. that are drawing them up generally draw them up to favor a particular party. Right. So if you've got a hardcore Republican party, you want to split that up. And so you've got a, a, a majority of liberals uh, that are thrown in with these conservatives so they can vote Sure. Differently. So they're looking at, from what I see, is 775,000 people as their population mark average mm-hmm. across the entire state. So I'm looking at this like, okay, so why do you have half of Ionia County and Kent County and then partial of Ottawa County, why can't you just take Kent and all of Ionia County? Like, you're only taking half of Ionia County. So why are you splitting up even Ionia County? Wouldn't you have the same amount of population? To me, that just makes no sense. It but, makes the sense if you want to change correct. things. Correct. 
That and makes a lot of sense. For Republicans, for Democrats, two independents. I don't think it's uh, unbiased at all. But there is a, if you go on to the website, I believe that there's a, there's hearings now because they're down to those five mats that they're going to be voting on. And uh, Grand Rapids area, this side, west side of the state, is uh, next week, Friday. They have two sessions. One's at 1 to 3.30. The other one is at 5 to 8. So make sure you show up there and voice your opinion. I don't want to bust your, your bubble here, but what? they already made their mind up. Well, that's They're going to come over there and say, yeah, we listened to all these people, but they already I, know what they're going to do. This is all BS, so people will think they were part of it, but they didn't get their way. Here's another one for you. Different topic. The UN chief, United Nations, another one of my agencies that I disdain, especially when I was in the military, because they were always against us. Sure. The UN chief claims the Taliban broke promises on women's rights. Hello. That's called the Koran. That's called Sharia law. Yet, he urges the world to inject cash into Afghanistan. Of course. Now, that's super dumb, folks. That's aiding and abetting the enemy who wants to destroy us. That's the UN. And the name of this guy is Guterres. Oh, God. That's what Biden wants to do. He wants to send him a bunch of... Oh, yeah. They call it aid, right? Right. Who do, who do you think is going to get that money? Well, I don't know about the money, but I also know that recently they found out a lot of our equipment we left there is now in hardcore Muslim countries uh, yep. that hate our guts. Sure. So the whole thing he did was wrong. Everybody knows it. Everybody in the military, even the suicides in the military since Biden's been in have gone up like 40%. You realize that? Military hates his guts because they don't trust him. They're just used and abused. And now people say, well, they want to get the military out there to unload and do these things. The military's purpose was to defend this country. Well, we got a president that not only doesn't defend the country, he hurts the country. He's weak. My job was to defend this country. And by the way, everything I had to study and to understand what they look like, whether it's an airplane, a jeep, or tank, was always communist-made, socialist-made. And I'm thinking... Now we've become what we used to fight against, and we have communists as, well, we got a Marxist as our lieutenant governor, a Muslim Marxist, and uh, you got uh, Har- yeah, Harris, she's a Marxist. So I'm just, we're, I we're think I think half the Democratic Party is Marxist. They have taken <laughs> over all, all the platform of the Communist Party. They have done that, eliminating so, God from the platform. So if you're listening out there, Christians, and you're voting for a Democrat, I don't care if you don't vote for a Republican, you got no business voting for a stinking immoral, stupid, economically stupid, anti-military, anti-gun, anti-God party called the Democrat Party. But his his approval rating is like thirty nine percent, and gonna, keep going down. But yet he doesn't care. Well, I don't think he knows what's going on. Quite frankly, <laughs> well, when you look at him, he's well, always reading something, and when the questions come, he turns around and walks away from the podium because he can't answer a question. Then he doesn't know, like an idiot. Then he doesn't know what direction he's going either. Oh god! It's like you got to put a leash on him. It's the first time I've ever seen the president of the United States that's totally uh, incompetent. Not incompetent, but he's senile. And if you look into his eyes, several doctors have said, past doctors for the president said, he's, he's, he's you know, he's, so he's not running this country. It's somebody behind him, Obama maybe, Rice maybe, maybe Hillary Clinton. Well, can't so stand her either. If you look at all this stuff that's going on, we have, we just have a Manchurian candidate in the presidency that is ruining this country fiscally, morally, constitutionally, and militarily. It's got to stop, folks. We need to elect different people. 
and you need to elect different state legislators and senators that were quiet and as well as congressmen. We need different people in office. Which brings me to my point. Brian, what are you going to run for? I'm running. S silence is gold. <laughs> well, that's the other problem with this redistricting. I will guarantee you. Know, you Bill, Bill Heisinger's District 2 right now. He needs so a bill. If they engulf District 4, 4 is going to take over all the northern part of his district. So he's going to be gone. So now it's going to be John Molinar's seat, oh, which and John he's Molinar, just as bad. So he's got a 48% conservative rating. rating so he's an what F. Did, what did Heisinger have? 60. And he had come from the most conservative district in the state. These people need to go, folks. I've known Heisinger since I was a state rep, that we called him Heisinger. Because he'd zing you in your back if you. <laughs> and I never particularly liked the guy. And I just, he needs to go. If I was younger, I would be running against Heisinger wherever he was. So what's more important? So let's talk. Let's talk. Um, so you got state, commissioner, county, and then Congress. What would be more important? Congress. And then the next one down would be state. But see, your Congress doesn't affect you. Directly as what the state would be. Oh, Correct. the way it is now, it's affecting everything that's well, going on in the state. They're taking more and more power. The only thing Congress and the federal government can legally do is what's designated in the Constitution. Anything that's not designated as their power is automatically giving to the state. However, under Biden and Democrats, they take more and more state power, and they do it by executive order or making rules they shouldn't make. So I would say the best one is Congress. We need some different, definitely different people in there. And I think we're going to lose, they're going to, Democrats are going to lose some people in Congress, which is a good thing. But we need to lose some rhinos in a Congress. Lot. Because uh, you can't just be there with everything that's occurred in the United States and sit there silent like Bill Heisinger has. No. Uh, you can't do that. So the same thing in the State House when they're silent during all this stuff with Whitmer and then with the machines. But people are arguing that. So in our district, we got Brad Slaw, Luke Meerman. People like them. How do you change well, that perception of like versus how they you, vote or how strong you, of a candidate they are? Because you have, they, you have to expose how they have not voted. You have to expose what they have not done. And silence in the face of all these things is makes you a co-conspirator in the problem. And that's what you have in a lot of the people you just mentioned. They're too mealy mouth. They're too wimpy. They got no backbone. But they'll say, "Oh, now they're they're starting to uh, oh, let me turn around now." Oh, sure. They got what five, six, seven different things to make elections more correct and more, uh, you know, legitimate. But they already knew Whitmer was going to veto every stinking one of those. The only thing that's required to have an honest election is forensic audits yep. and all those machines because they were connected to the internet they did flip votes and they all occurred between two and five o'clock in the morning after voting was done they didn't have signatures on them and they had a little chip in those machines we found that from antrim county that somebody that was really good with a cell phone could change votes and then you have all those votes that went to what's the term they use when they have arbit not arbitration what a term i can't think of what it is right now but if they had a little smudge or something they oh. all, all set aside and, yep. they, and that was like supposedly just supposed to be just a few percent it was a huge percentage yep. and they waited to see how many votes they needed for biden to see where they're going to flip those do so, you uh, do you think trump's going to win run in 2024 yeah i think he'll win too and uh i hope he if we do this forensic audit and if we don't have idiots like lisa lyons in kent county and i don't know who you got here in ottawa county she spent 
she hired those lawyers, I think, $1,000 an hour to make sure she did not get yep. a forensic audit. That's wrong. We so have, you got Republicans running against an honest election. Mm -hmm. It just fries me. But I know those people well. They did similar things when they were state reps. So there's a uh, There was an article I was reading. A Part of a Republican group is going to put up a um, billboard sign in Michigan saying, Trump lost, get over it. Well, that's what. Well, I would. I would say. Are they really? Con are they really going to consider themselves Republican? No. If they're going to put, if a Republican puts that sign up, then they are ignorant of the facts, or they're stupid and can't learn, or they're rhinos and they're getting paid by somebody big time for what they're going to get when they get out of office. I just, it just feels like they have so much hate for this man. For what? Who Trump? Yeah. Trump. I mean, they, they hated him the soon, as soon as he came down that escalator to say he's running for president, they hated this guy. Because he had plans to destroy the establishment, and they hated him for it because they liked the way things run in Washington. They liked the control. They liked the power. And he was not the guy that was going to keep that, and they hated him for it. So right from the beginning, you had guys like Heisinger came out against him. Lisa Lyons came out against Trump. You got all these people coming out. Oh, he doesn't represent. Same thing they said about me. Oh, Dave doesn't represent the Republican Party. I got news for you. I got the five core principles of the Republican Party passed at the national level. I represent the party. Yeah. You, the problem is the party left the, their they principles. They absolutely did. And that's the problem we're having. So we just need mm -hmm. to put different people in. So don't vote for the same people you voted for last time. You need to vote for, for Brian uh, Van Dusen for uh, Congress, and you need to vote for different people. You're all set up? Now you can run. <laughs> how do you, uh, how does the, like I said before, how does a guy like myself, just grassroots, get a message out? Uh, well, first of all, you you got to get the signatures if you're going to run for Congress. So you got to get those signatures. Actually, if I run under the Patriot Party, I don't need signatures. I know that. But your probability of winning in the general election in the Patriot Party, even though it's good, uh, is small. I'd rather see you run as a Republican against him so he's got competition in, in Washington. They know that people don't particularly like him that much or they want his butt out of there. But actually, they do like him in Washington. But right, a lot of the people in his district don't right. like him because he doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. So I, that's what I'd say. Run for that seat and give him be a pain in his butt, and that'll get you a lot. If, even if you didn't win this, the next time you run, you might win because you get notoriety who this guy is. Sure. So that's what I think you ought to do. So I'm looking for that uh, announcement. All right, this is <laughs> that ends this episode of the Patriots Voice of Michigan. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. See you next week. See you. You are listening to the Patriots Voice of Michigan. God bless.